Amen. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Mom, Minister Refa. I give God all the glory and honor and praise. He's so great. He's so gracious. Today we were in the church and uh, it is very amazing because I come to realize that this morning there, it is a time of giving thanks. The songs which have been sung today, one of them which has, begun, has been begun by Sister Tashina, great is thy faithfulness. Oh my God. We were worshiping and we, we were filled with thanksgiving. God is great. I just want to thank you because uh, uh, NLH, it is a quite a great and wonderful time that I've had again. I don't take it for granted. Uh, it is not obvious. It is a privilege actually to be in this platform, to be able to minister the word of God. And I thank God because of everything. All of you are quite a great blessing to us. Many times when Sunday is over, we usually think about when shall we meet them again, even though we are meeting together in Zoom. Of course, uh, looking forward to see you live, live. And it will be a very good and wonderful time to be together in the presence of the Almighty God. And I like the way today you are worshiping and blessing the name of the Lord together. Thank you, Pastor Ava, for this opportunity. Uh, yet again, as I've said, I don't take it for granted. It is the appointment of God. I don't want to go to many things, but as uh, Mom, uh, Minister Refa Lewin said, surely we may see it to be like a, it's a trouble, but it's a blessing. Because through this, we have been able to meet with many people. And uh, God does things in his own time and in his, his own way. And therefore, we should give God all the glory and honor and praise. I'm humbled, very, very humbled, actually. And uh, I just humble myself before the hands of the Lord so that he may speak to me, even as we share this birthday. Therefore, I just want us to pray again, and then I begin to minister the word of God today. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Just as your servant has prayed, we just, all of us, put ourselves in your able hands that God, you may minister to us today. Another time, you have been speaking to us even last Sunday. What a wonderful time we had again. And today yet you have given us another time that we should learn more and more from you, that you may touch us, our lives, Lord. Therefore, Lord, I thank you because of the prayers of your servants. And this morning and this evening, as I minister your word, indeed, I join together with your servant that God, I am in the hands of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, glorify yourself. Thank you. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. I was asked to minister within the theme, Thanksgiving results in generosity. And I want to say that uh, I'm really going to touch the theme. And when I meditated, when I prayed for today, today's message, God was leading me to a scripture and he told me to expound it. Even as I go to speak within the theme which I was given to speak. And this morning, your morning, which is our evening, we are going to open the book of Luke chapter 17 from verse 11 to 18. I didn't, I didn't bring it forth at first, but uh, it is good sometimes also to to, to, uh, to, to, to take in the, the surprise. Yeah, we are going to read the book 
chapter 17, from verse 11 to 18. You have your Bible? I'm going to read. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? They are not found who return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. May the Lord God bless his word. I just want to begin from there. And this is what I want to say. Every word, in fact, including the abbreviations in scriptures, means something. The Bible says in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for reproof, for correction in righteousness. That the man of God may be thoroughly well equipped in every good work. So everything which was written has a lot of meaning. Number two, every action that God took or Jesus took had a great meaning. It meant a lot. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 15 verse 4, for whatsoever was written before, it was written for our learning. And you can continue to read the scripture. We have read, and I just want to begin to expound this word of God. We have read that Jesus Christ went to Jerusalem, but he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. So he had a purpose. There was a reason as to why he passed through there. He knew what he was going to encounter and he knew the people he was going to see. It was not a surprise to him. And he continues to say, he entered into a certain village, a certain village. And I want to tell you, brethren, when God purposes to visit a particular place, when God makes a decision to manifest himself somewhere, there is a reason. So he entered into a certain village. And that's why I want to say, I don't know who is listening right now. I know, brethren, you are listening. But there are those who are listening, maybe you don't know me. Maybe it's your first time. But I want to tell you, right now, as you are in this fellowship, there is a reason as to why you have tuned in. And God wants to minister to you today. 
So I just encourage you to open up your heart very carefully that God may minister to you. And I want to tell you, as I'm speaking the word of God right now, I don't know about you, and it's not a joke. Right now here, I'm feeling the presence of God. And even before the end of this preaching, there is somebody God is going to do in his life. Something which God is going to do, I don't know what, but I believe it with all my heart. So we, when he entered to that particular village, the Bible says there were 10 men who were lepers. They had a problem. 10 men. And you can imagine, these people were many according to me. And this is what the Bible says, to cut a long story short. When they saw Jesus, when they realized that Jesus was around, when they realized that Jesus is within, when you realize that Jesus is within, oh my, oh my, they didn't waste their time. They called upon the name of the Lord. Is it not written that those who shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved? Indeed, they shall be delivered. So I want you to mark that verse. They raised up their voices. And Matthew, the Bible says, they were afar off. Wherever Jesus Christ went, there was a very big crowd which was surrounding him. But these people were afar off. And you, if you can remember, the Bible talks about those people who were lepers during those days. They were separated. They were kept aside because leprosy during those days was considered a very highly contagious sickness. And therefore, they could not intermingle with the others. They were kept aside. But all the same, they made a decision. Yes, we are far, but we are going to call upon the Lord. And they call upon him. What happened? And I want to bring you back. They raised up their voices. Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on us. And this is what the Bible says. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves to the priest. You read in the Bible in those days, and even shortly before those days, Priests were involved to be used by God in the area of claiming of the lepers. In fact, the priests were the ones who were given the mandate to declare the lepers where, whether they were cleansed after they had undergone a particular process. And therefore, Jesus Christ, as the way he said, I did not come here to abolish the law, but I came here to fulfill it. To, to, to confirm it. And so he told them, go show yourselves to the priests. And here they began to go. And they went. But before they reached there, the Bible says, they realized that they were healed. And this is what God was speaking to me. Anytime you take a step genuinely, anytime we take a step genuinely and we pray, we don't have to reach the end for the Lord to answer. In fact, we remember in the book of Daniel, when Daniel took a step to pray, the Bible says, a time came when God sent an angel and he came to bring the answers. And this is what God told Daniel through the angel. From the day you set your face to seek the face of God. They were prayers in heaven. They reached in heaven. When I was coming to bring the answer. 
the prince of the kingdom of Persia with help me up there 21 days. But I want to say this, this is what I want to say. When he began to pray, the prayer is to God. Brethren, I want to tell you this. This is what, what, what the Bible says, in fact. Jesus said, even before you pray, the Lord knows already the needs which you have. Can you imagine? He knows the needs. I just want to go very fast from there. So, this is what he was telling me. Do not give up. Continue to pray. Because something is happening in the spiritual realm. Brethren, you might not be seeing things in the physical realm taking place. But there are things which are happening in the spiritual realm. And they are going to be manifested soon and very soon. You have prayed. You have fasted. You have sacrificed. I want to assure you, in the name of Jesus Christ, there are things which are happening in the spiritual realm. There are things which are being created in the spiritual realm. I was telling people in the church today, because I was preaching about spiritual versus the physical. Things begin to cook in the spiritual realm. Because we win the battle in the physical realm from the spiritual realm. When we have prayed, when we have fasted, and I want to encourage brethren, on Wednesday, make sure that you come to the fellowship and fast together with the brethren and pray. Because whatever you are doing, you have been, you, 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 you have been creating things in the spiritual which are coming to be manifested in the, in the physicals. And that's why the Holy Spirit has been saying that there are great things which are coming. A great door has opened. I was given a scripture this week. And I want to tell you, Pastor, it's a confirmation of what God has been speaking even this way and there. There is a great door which has opened, not only for us, but also for you. And I made a decision to speak this word because this is what God has been ministering to me. The Bible says only one came back among the ten. And he came again to Jesus Christ. And he, the Bible says he fell down on his face at his feet. You can just imagine giving him thanks, giving him thanks, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. When the Bible records that he was a Samaritan, it means a lot. You read in the book of John chapter 4. This Samaritan woman is speaking and saying, Samaritans have no dealing with the Jews. Why do you ask me to give you water? Jews and the Samaritans were far apart. And therefore, this man was considered as a stranger. And this is what I want to begin, where I want to begin. Speaking of this thing. Ten by him. But only one came to give thanks. God was leading me this morning in the church in Juja, which is a part of you. Pastor Larry apparently lost his connection, but he, I guess he'll join with us. But I just want us to think about what he just said, that only one came back to give thanks. Yes. 
I do not know where he's going to take his message, but when I thought about what he was saying, I'm saying, God, would I be that one who would have come back to give thanks or would I be just be so glad for my healing and just kept going my way? And you can think about it. And the one who came back to give thanks showed that he was grateful. He showed that he said, God, I, wanted, I, I want Jesus to know that I was actually healed. You want Jesus to recognize that, listen, you said to go and show myself to the priest and on my way, because that was Jesus' way of healing. On my way, going to show myself to the priest, healing came. And as he said, it, it was a Samaritan. Jesus did not come initially for the Samaritan. He came for the Jews. And so for him to extend himself to, for the Samaritans to be healed, spoke a lot that Jesus was for everyone. How grateful are you, are, you thank, are you someone who gives thanks when Jesus do the impossible or the thing that you have asked for and when it happened? Because we are like that. Have you ever prayed about something? You pray, you pray, you pray, you pray, you pray. And then when it happened, it's like you, you forget that it happened. It's like you just take it as, as normal, the natural progression of life. And you don't go back. He's back on. Go past Larry. Go back, go back, continue. Amen. 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 Wow. I don't know why it went away, but uh, we shall continue from there. Amen. So I, I continue from there. Only one came to give glory to the Lord. And this is what God was speaking to me. We take God for granted. And I want to go back and give you an example. I came to realize that when one is hospitalized, suffering from COVID-19, and you are put in oxygen, I'm telling you, the bill begins to rise up. Here people are paying in terms of hundreds of thousands. And think about it. God has provided the oxygen so freely. Sometimes we pray and we want the so-called big things in our lives. We cry for the mortgages. We cry for the cars and there is nothing wrong with that. Because even me, I want them. But sometimes we forget to give God glory because of what he has already done in our lives. And God was speaking to me and he was telling me, tell my people, they must have a difference between them and the religious. They must have a difference between them and the people who do not know me. Because some of them are multimillionaires, but they don't recognize me. But I want you to be different by the way you operate. That is the difference. And therefore I was telling people in the church, give thanks to God for everything, even that thing which it seems to be very lively to you. And he was saying, we shall be sure to give thanks to God, even with that which looks to be very little. I will make sure that my people will not even struggle when they pray to me for bigger things. Because they have recognized me. Because they have appreciated me. Oh my God. There is somebody who is being asked to praise the Lord in the church, to clap his hands. Ooh. I'm probably saying I cannot clap my hands, but there is somebody who doesn't have hands and is saying, if I had hands, I clap for the Lord. Hey. There is somebody Ooh. who is saying, oh, 
I cannot praise the Lord. I cannot stand up and jump to praise the Lord. Mm. But there is somebody who is saying, if I had legs, I would jump. Oh, I can God. jump for the Lord. Mm. There is somebody who says, surely I cannot preach the gospel. I cannot witness to people. But there is somebody who is saying, I am dumb. I wish I could speak. Mm. I could preach and witness to people. Oh my, oh my. There is I cannot go to the missions. You see? But there's somebody who is saying, I wish I had the money. I wish I had the money. I would be the first time to land in the countries, in the nations of the world, to preach the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Because, but you see, we don't want to give him glory with the little things which we think they are little. Mm. Mm. And he was me, look, the Bible says that if, if God will not guard a city, then the weapons take away in vain. Mm. And he was saying, you have slept very well. You are very peaceful. You are, nobody has come to your house. No butler, no, no, no gangster has come. You have slept in the night. You have woken up in the morning and you got your place of work. Why don't you thank me for that? Amen. Amen, amen. Only one came. Only one, Only one came. And he was telling me that my people would know this because this is something which is a spiritual matter. And if my people will know this, and the, he told me that Matthew chapter 5, the Bible says, if you are faithful with a little, God will make you to be ruler of much. If you have not been faithful in giving me glory with even the little things which have given you, how can I make you to be ruler of much? Pastor, let's talk this way. Let's not complain when we think that the people in the church are still few. Let me tell you one thing. The Bible says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm right there in their midst. Imagine God does not operate in multitudes. God operates with the people who are ready, whose hearts are open for him. This is our God. We thank God. For the ministry, NLH, I want to tell you, thank God for the way you are. Let's thank God for the way we are, because this is a season, and a time shall come. Oh my God, and it's going to expand us even further. But let us thank God with the way we are, with the people we are, with the number which we are. Let's thank God. I hear that I'm told there is somebody who has asked God for something and cried and cried. But God wants to you to begin giving him glory for the things that he has done in the past. He's going to open doors. He's going to open doors. Listen to me. Jesus said, if your righteousness shall not exceed the righteousness of the Sadducees and the Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of God. We must have a difference between us and the Sadducees and the Pharisees. We must have a difference between us and the people of the world. They eat a lot. They acquire a lot. But they don't give God the glory. And you know what? Jesus was touched. And this was my subheading today. That thanksgiving 
and generosity touches the heart of God. God is touched by thanksgiving and generosity. Pastor, I think you are witness and together with others, tell people to pray 30 minutes. They will pray earnestly, very earnestly. They will raise up their voices, but tell them to give God glory, giving him thanks for 20 minutes. They will only whisper, and that is not talking whispering for five minutes. And God was telling me, when the lepers were calling upon Jesus Christ, they raised up their voices. And only one man came back. And when he came back, he raised up his voice, thanking God. Oh, he raised up his voice. The same intensity which he had when he was praying, the same intensity which he had when he was glorifying God. Oh, let's give thanks to the Lord, brethren. The Bible says in the book of, in the book of Psalms chapter 50, from verse 14, 50 to 14, he speaks about giving, giving, giving thanks to God and in fact I just want to read it Psalms 50 verse, verse 14 to 15 it says offer unto God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the most high and call upon me in day of trouble I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. God is touched by thanksgiving. And it makes God to do greater things than ever before. Brethren, our God's nature is generosity. He is so generous. And when we give him thanks, when we give him glory, when we take time and recognize what he has done, he's provoked to do greater. Oh, it's me who wants to begin to give God all the glory. And today I was telling the Lord, thank you God, because you have given me food to eat. Thank you God, you might not have given me a car, yes, but thank you God, because I'm sleeping well. Thank you God, because I have a, a finances to spend. Thank you God, because I can walk. Oh my God. And God wants us to, 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 to follow his footsteps. He, the nature of God to be in us. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave. What does it mean? It means that there is no love without giving very simple scripture no love without giving oh my oh my he loved the world that he gave i was giving this example and i was telling people when when two people engage and they call one another my fiancée, my fiancée. During that time, the love is very hot. And you see, the brother keeps on buying chips. I don't know whether you know chips there. Chips are, are smashed potatoes, peeled potatoes, something like that. I mean, they are cut into pieces and then you, you fry them. That is one of the food stuff which Ladies like this way, chips and chicken. So the brother buys the chips and the sister enjoys the chips. And because the brother seemed to be loving the sister, he gives, he gives the chips. 
Oh my God. And there's a sweet which is called lollipop. I don't know whether you know it. It is a, it's a sweet, it's at the end it's a sweet, but it, it, it has something like a stick. So the sister love, love it. So the brother buys the lollipop because he loves the sister. He gives the lollipop. The how much somebody gives depends on how much he loves God. Oh, hallelujah. The much love is there, the much that person will give. Let me say this, generosity. I want to speak about giving. Giving is not about just giving. Giving is a form of worship. Giving is a demonstration of love. Giving is a demonstration of love to God. When you see somebody is not tithing in the church, look at the way he loves God. He loves him half-heartedly. But if somebody loves God, tithing doesn't become a problem because he knows that 10% is not his. It belongs to God. Leviticus chapter 7 verse 30. And I've used your accent a little bit there. All tithes belongs to the Lord. When somebody, let's go away from giving because I'm not speaking about that. But when somebody loves God, he gives himself to God. He gives herself to God. Oh, the Bible says he, 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 he is the bridegroom and we are the bride. Oh, hallelujah. I'm not ashamed to say I am the bride of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I can make love relationship with him. So it is not a problem for me to spend time with him in his presence. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you again, the time, the time we were courting with my wife, we used to spend time in hotels, in, I mean in, in hotels, we, 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 we order one, one cup of tea after another because we want to speak. And you see, time was limited to us. When people are loving, time is very little for them. Time is very little for them. If you want to know somebody loves God, he would wish to spend a lot of time with God. When you talk about we have a fellowship, you will not complain. Because he knows that where two or three are gathered together in his name, he's right there in their midst. So he goes to the fellowship. When it comes a time of prayer, he's there. We usually have overnight prayer meetings this way. We call them, when a pastor invites me to go for a session, even though the body doesn't want to go, but the spirit is willing, and I push myself, and I say, thank you, pastor, for pushing me to come for the overnight prayer, because you have helped me to be in the presence of God throughout the night. Oh, hallelujah. And brethren, I want to challenge us that a time has come that things should not take us in awareness by surprise. Why? Some of these things which are happening in the world, we are supposed to know what will happen. Look at Elisha. When the king, of the, the enemy king used to plan about what he was going to do against Israelites, he used to know when he was in his closet. God is ready. God is ready for us. So, generosity is the nature of God. And since we are the children of God, this automatically should be a part of us. It should be a part of us. Because the nature of God is in us. The nature of God is in us. As I conclude the last part of this message, I just want to tell you this. When it comes to generosity, there are people who acquired the nature of God, like the Shunammite couple in 2 Kings, I believe, chapter 4. They see a servant of God passing here and there, and they are saying, 
Surely this is a servant of God. People who have the heart, they have this, the spirit of discerning. And fight him. They invite him and they say, let's prepare a table. When he comes, when he goes to preach, when he goes in his mission to preach. I am not campaigning here, but I'm speaking the word of God. I wish somebody would say, let's prepare the table of the Lord as the NLH goes to preach in Kenya. Because I know they are not coming to preach in Kenya only. They will go to some other places. Let's prepare a table for the servants of God. That when they go to preach, they are comfortable. And what happened? This is what I want to tell you. Even the miracle which the woman did not even pray for, probably did not ask for, it happened. There are things which we don't even speak to God. And God knows that we need them and we want them. They will come. Oh, hallelujah. And the Bible says, the Bible says, delight in the Lord, you are God, and he shall grant you the desires of your heart. That scripture was fulfilled. This is what Elisha said. Tell the woman what we can do for her. And because she was already rich, she thought she had nothing to do with anything. But now the servant said she doesn't have a son. And this is what the servant of God said, this year, next year during this time, you'll embrace a son. And this, this is how our God is, brethren. This is how our God is. When we offer ourselves to him, because it's not, it's not just about giving money. It's not about just about when we offer ourselves to him. Look at the church, the Macedonian church in the book of, is it 2 Corinthians chapter 8? They were very poor. Paul says, they first gave themselves to God. They first gave themselves to God. And I want to thank God for NLH brethren. The giving ourselves to God. Let's keep the momentum. Let's keep the momentum. I encourage us. Let's keep the momentum. There is something which God is going to do. There is one of us. God was leading me to pray for her. Approximately two, three weeks ago. And I was praying for her very honestly. I don't know the work of your hands. I, I'm not sure about it. But God was pushing me to pray for you. It seems there is something somewhere you have touched God. And that a big door will open for you. And God was ministering to me that God is going to promote the work of your hands. I think you are doing a business. I cannot speak in this platform. But if you have been praying for that business, wait, wait. When I was deviating from that, God was taking me back. When I deviate from it, God is taking me back. And I decree and declare this platform in the name of Jesus. Receive the blessings of God. Let your business expand. Let your business go global in Jesus' name. Because you have taken a step. You have sacrificed even in the little which you have. And God was ministering to me that people's lives will be healed as they have been taking that step. Not only those who will come, but also those who have taken a step to support the mission. This mission is not about me. It's about God. It's about God's people. God, there are some people who need the healing of the past. And God is healing your past. God is opening doors. God is promoting your lives. There are people who need deliverance. And God is delivering them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, when they took a step to go, they did not reach there. 
could heal them. As I finish now, brethren, I want to complete this way. And I don't want to, I don't want to forget this. In this platform, if you have ever made a vow to the Lord and you have not accomplished it, please go before the Lord and tell the Lord I'm sorry and begin to work on that. Because this is what was coming to me. There are people who made for vows, but they forgot about them. And Satan, the enemy has been using that stronghold to fight you. But I thank God because the word of God has come. Don't condemn yourself and don't feel bad because God is so faithful. Whenever he comes with his word, he comes with a healing. He comes with deliverance. And therefore this day, receive your deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. So thanksgiving results in generosity. God is touched by thanksgiving and generosity. I may the Lord God help us. May the Lord God touch our hearts. May we open up our hearts to him. And we be ready all the time to recognize what God is doing. And ready to give ourselves to him first, even before anything. Because God wants us more than anything. When we give ourselves to him, the others become easy. Therefore, tonight, if you are there and you are putting given yourself to Jesus Christ, this is the first step which you can do. There are miracles which we talk about. But the biggest miracle is the miracle of salvation. Jesus said, the Bible says, the Son of God, the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. And that's why dear ones, from US and Jamaica, for that work. Can you open up your heart today and receive Lord? He loves you so much. He wants you to inherit the love of God. He doesn't want you to perish. That's why Jesus came. God gave his only son, and that is Jesus for you. While he's there, he's telling you, you accept the sacrifice which I made on Calvary there on the cross. And if you are there, before we go to the rest, we can pray together with you. But also, we brethren, if you can forget many things, remember, God wants us to glorify him in our lives, even with the little things which we think they are little. And we offer ourselves to him. Let's pour our hearts to him. Let's appreciate God. Let's know that God is nice. He's being touched. We appreciate him. Like that one leper who went to him. And Matthew, he was a stranger. And I thank God because God is not a respecter of persons. He loves each and every person. Ours is to humble before him. When we do that, I'm telling you, there are many great things which we think we want the Lord to do for us. It will not be a struggle. Can we pray this evening in Kenya and morning in the U.S.? Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. We give you glory and honor and praise because of the word which you have spoken to us today. In fact, Lord, you have spoken to me. And I've realized, oh God, that even I've been wanting many things, but forgetting what you have done for me in the past. I believe it's just the same 
with quite a number of brethren in this platform. And I pray that God, you will touch us. You will ring us. You will expose us that we may be better people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I want to speak a prayer. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords, as your people will realize this, begin to do mighty works in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us that we may love you, Lord. There's this disciple whom the Bible continue to say, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Lord, let your people love you with all their hearts. And this morning or this evening, I'm praying for that person who is not born again. That Lord, you may touch his heart, his life in Jesus' name. If you are not born again, If you are not born again, if you have not yet got to that place where you have said yes to Christ, you have not said yes to the free gift of salvation. Go ahead, Pastor Larry. I will just. Pastor Larry, unmute. Amen. So if you have not received Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, Repeat this prayer behind me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you now. I know that I'm very far from you. I need to be saved. Forgive me for my sins. Write my name in the book of life. I want to serve you for the rest of my life. Holy Spirit of God, come in me. Jesus Christ, enter in my heart. That I may be saved. Therefore, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I thank you, Jehovah God, for accepting me and saving me.